This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. (laughs) Back to Canada now. And while so many of us are waiting to learn when we might get vaccinated, the Conservatives are criticizing the Trudeau government's decision to prioritize federal inmates in its rollout plan. Advocates say this is a sound policy that will protect vulnerable people both inside and outside the prison system. Here's what Doug Ford had to say. Well, when I when I first heard it, I didn't believe it. Uh, I had to get my team to double check that they had the information right, because uh, what I understand, you know, you're, you're giving the most dangerous criminals in the entire country, folks. The, the, these are uh, people that are in federal prison penitentiaries. Uh, again, the most uh, dangerous criminals in the entire country. How do you square this? Well, right. And while he was saying that, or just afterwards, his solicitor general, by the way, confirmed that inmates in provincial prisons will also be vaccinated. Wondering what you think of that, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And now I'm joined by Jason Leader, conservative strategist and president at Enterprise. Hi, Jason. Hey, how's it going, Libby? Fine. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. So how do you feel about this? Well, boy, it's complicated, uh, but but really not, right? So I just want to go through a couple things. One, first of all, um, it's not if, uh, uh, you know, inmates should be uh, uh, vaccinated, it's when. Um, the federal government and provincial governments, like they've hired and asked and Doctors and experts have come up with a framework for who gets what when. And we came up with this like a m- month ago because we didn't want to have these fights, actually, right? Because it gets pretty, pretty greasy and pretty gross when you're deciding sort of who gets what. And so they came up with a framework, right? And so the federal government's framework says phase one is old people, old people in long-term care, healthcare workers, and indigenous, uh, vulnerable indigenous populations. Phase two says correctional facilities and other sort of uh, congregate areas. It actually made sense to me when I read it initially, right, back in the summer or fall, whenever it came out. And so to change it at this point, I think, is is dangerous. And it's not just because of, you know, inmates. It's because you can't really, you know, that's what the science said, right? And and then, so, and then secondly, I looked into the, the numbers. So sadly, I mean, three prisoners have died in federal custody since, uh, since, uh, the beginning of the year since COVID hit, one in March, one in April, one in one in December, and so if we're doing a risk assessment, it sounds to me like the the scientists and doctors actually got it right, which is congregate settings like long term care facilities are way, way, way more um, at risk to have people actually die than these facilities because the truth is, you know, you've got cases in these in in these facilities, but so I would say, you know. They should stick to the science. They should probably just stick to what they said they were going to do. And they'd probably get a lot less flack for it, to be honest. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I can understand why people are upset. And even the people that are supposedly being prioritized, where a lot of them are, are not able to get those shots. 
Yeah, I, I mean, so, you know, and, and this is the sort of the, the gross part of the next few months is, you know, does my 80-year-old, 90-year-old grandmother really get, have to get in line behind? And those are discussions that get pretty, pretty greasy pretty fast. They're not a lot of fun. And that's one of the reasons why we have a framework. So it's one of the reasons why you, you, you sort of don't stray from that kind of thing. And so advocates will say um, a lot of these populations are indigenous, uh, you know, males, um, who are incarcerated and they're at high risk. And I would say that makes some sense to me. I have, that's one of the reasons why they're in phase two well ahead of, you know, like if you're a 40 year old male in, in incarcerated, you're probably, you're probably more likely to get COVID and, and than me, for example, your health is probably worse and you're in a current setting. I don't understand why you would be ahead of me. I think it's hard for people to understand why you'd be ahead of my 95 year old grandmother. You know? Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick call from Pat in Toronto. Hi, Pat. Good afternoon. Um, I think the thing that Doug is missing on all of this is that if the guys in jail get sick, they end up in our health care system. They're going to be taking the beds away from other people who are going to have COVID. So it makes sense. It's going to save us all hospital beds, and it's going to save us costs at the end of the day. I don't know. Uh, there aren't, I mean, you know, if, if well, uh, I guess one of the big problems is that people in long-term care, when they get sick, they don't necessarily get to go to the hospital. But uh, I hear you, Pat. Thanks for your call. Um, Jason, we're going to have to uh, move along. Uh, the time is ticking here. What would you like to leave us with on this? A uh, couple of uh, conservative MPs uh, registered their criticism of this. Do you think anything will change? I, I don't think it will. I think it's too. I think it's too far down the road, and the government's decided this. Again, I want to say, it's not if. I think you know your caller made a good point. It's not if federal inmates are going to be vaccinated. They're Canadians. They've already been punished for their crimes. They're always they're all going to be vaccinated. The question is when. This is a scarce resource. And we've made a list of people sort of in in order or who are going to get this thing. And the federal government's list says people over 80, and in fact actually it says people over 70 are going to get this before federal inmates. And so how do you change that? And I, I just I've, they haven't presented any evidence in order to uh, to make that change. And if they want to present some, they should probably do so, or they're going to get criticism for it. And it's not just going to be this. It's going to be, how do you skip the line? Skipping the line is, is not something that they want to be having a lot of discussions about for the rest of the year. Well, it's very interesting because it's going to be a long while before people over 70 in the community get their yeah, vaccinations. Yeah, we're talking about, you know, May, probably. Right? Uh, if not longer than that. Exactly. Anyway, Jason, thank you so much. Hey, thanks for having me. Really okay. appreciate it. Okay. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.